0: Welcome to Living Water Radio. Christians are members of the body of Christ. We belong to Christian communities, but even Christians disappoint us sometimes, just as we sometimes disappoint others. How can we avoid becoming bitter, but instead become better? Today, we're going to find out. My name is Pastor David Burkettall. My wife, Rev. Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ, ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. I mentioned a song called They Will Know We Are Christians By Our Love last time. It was sung by pretty much every Christian youth group I knew about during what some have called the great folk music scare of the early and middle 60s. Another song, Turn, 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 was popular in Christian youth groups as well, partly because it was actually being played on the radio at the time. It was written by folk singer Pete Seeger and made popular by the folk rock group The Birds. It was based on a passage from the Bible's book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verses 1-8. through For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow. a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. The song lyrics extended the passage to make it, in part, an anti-war song. But have you ever read Ecclesiastes? The name is a Latin transliteration of the Greek translation of the Hebrew word koheleth. It literally means gatherer, but koheleth is often translated as teacher or preacher. When I was a young man, I wondered why it was even in the Bible. It just seemed like the rantings of a bitter old man. But the older I got, the more it made sense to me. Monday, Thursday is the day when Christians mark the day in which Jesus had his last supper with his twelve disciples, instituted Holy Communion, washed the feet of his disciples as a sign of servanthood that they should all imitate, and the night in which he was betrayed by one of those disciples, Judas Iscariot. It's also the day when Jesus gave a new commandment. Mandi is Old English for mandate or commandment. In John 13, verses 34 to 35, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Did you notice the supreme irony here? Jesus gives his disciples the commandment to love one another in the context of his being betrayed by one of them, Judas. I think that people who have been raised Christians for a while have experienced intense love, great grace, exemplary sacrifice, and a sense of Christian community that can't be duplicated anywhere else. People who have been Christians for a while also have experienced exclusion heartlessness, selfishness, and yes, even betrayal. Christian communities are also human communities. We are, as 16th century church reformer Martin Luther said, at the same time saint and a sinner. No question. But we are also a new creation, born again. How do we live the Christian life without becoming bitter, by the lack of love we sometimes see in the Christian community, and even see in ourselves. I think that part of the answer is given in that reading we just shared from John. What is Jesus' response to being betrayed by a close member of his community? He focuses on what that community is called to be in the selfless love he has shown them, and now calls them, us, to live. He shows us how to focus on what the faithful community is called to be, to get better, not bitter. Consider the nature of the Christian community. Christian sociologist Tony Campolo once asked an audience to picture themselves in an unfamiliar urban area late at night. You are walking down a dark street when a group of men comes around the corner and walks toward you. Would you rather know that they are coming from a bar or from a Bible study, he asked. Or think about all the people you know in your church. How many of them have you met who, upon first meeting, made you perfectly comfortable? And how many would you have once crossed the street to avoid, but who now you consider brothers and sisters, or mothers and fathers, in Christ? I saw a t-shirt the other day that said, Normal is not coming back, but Jesus is. Nothing and no one will be perfect until then, only saved for eternity. Meanwhile, we are called to live in response to the selfless love of God by exhibiting that love naturally and sacrificially as the new creation God has made of us, living lives of repentance and resolving to be who we have been redeemed to be for the sake of others. Real happiness is not an end in itself— It is the result of the new life we receive as a gift in the love of God and the love we show others in response to the living relationship with God we have been given in Jesus Christ, revealed by the Holy Spirit. How are people to know this good news of Jesus? John writes in 1 John 4.19, We love because he first loved us. Let that be our proclamation, our message of hope, and let us live that message of God's redemption each day in selfless, tangible love for one another as the people of God in Jesus Christ. Let our hearts be open to receive the work of the Holy Spirit, the streams of living water that cleanse us, to open our eyes to see God's presence all around us, to do the work God has equipped us to do, and as a consequence— to know lies that truly are lies and that make us better, not bitter. And how will people outside our Christian communities come to know that? Love for one another in the church is a natural outcome of the relationship with God that we receive as God's gift. That relationship of faith comes through the word of Christ that we share as Paul describes in Romans chapter 10, verses 14 through 17. But how are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news! But not all have obeyed the good news, For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of Christ. That is our power, and it is that power that enables us to live life with all its disappointments, with hearts that do not become bitter, but instead, in Christ, become better. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. I don't know about you, but... I wouldn't say that my feet are my best feature, much less beautiful. Thankfully, beauty is a result of bringing the good news of Jesus Christ. It is a response, not a condition. They are beautiful because they help us bring good news. And the news is good because it is the word of God's agape, God's selfless love in Jesus Christ. We don't point to ourselves. We're sinners. We point to Jesus and the greatness of his selfless love. As our song from last time goes, we will walk with each other, we will walk hand in hand, we will walk with each other, we will walk hand in hand, and together we'll spread the news that God is in our land. That is the good news that points to God, that makes us better and not bitter. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccines and the booster or boosters, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer sometime today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at davidberkadall and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to either of the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship service they have available. And support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move now out of the variance and back into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. They're trying to find their footing. They're trying to keep everybody happy. You know how impossible that is. Support them. Pray for them. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Contact a friend or a relative. Google a local national hotline. Talk with a professional. Reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time and into the light. Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Get your vaccine. It's the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Do it for the sake of others. Avoid crowds if you can and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and an encourager. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.